Hello, hello, friends. It's Dr. J, and we are in a brand new season of our lives. You know, I am sure you are uh, looking at this season and you're wondering, well, what is my next step? What am I going to do next? What are some of the new things that I will partake in this year? Maybe you made a decision to move somewhere else, or maybe you didn't even plan on going anywhere, and you were just... uh, feeling it's time to do something new and take that faith journey. I'm wondering today, what kind of faith journey are you planning to take? Maybe it's a journey where you're moving to a new place. And sometimes we we just can't see what's happening around us, you know, in the natural eye because there's so many things going on. Sometimes we just find it difficult to even see what God is doing for us. He might be taking our lives into new places. He may be taking us to new communities, new people, new schools, new friends. And you may have a plan just yourself to do all of that. And then something comes along and God changes the plan and you're like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to be doing this? I'm curious as we look at, at um, you know, I'm always going to refer to scriptures sometime in what I talk about but you know I look at the law of connection and I look at God and I look at Abraham and I look at how things are moving and the promises that we see and we see those promises over in Genesis Genesis uh was it chapter 12 and verse 1 where he says to Abraham you know get out of your country from your family from your father's house to a land that I will show you I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make you a great name. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I look at the covenant with that. And I think what we're seeing here is that God make a covenant with Abraham to bless him. You and I, as we're starting out our new journeys in this new year, and we're going at new things. What does that look like for you? I don't know. But I'm wondering about the promise that God has given us to bless us in our entire lives. You know, he promised Abraham, right? Um, Abraham to bless him, but not just him, to the people around him, his friends, his family, all of those things. And so even in this whole perspective of blessings we see Abraham really just became the father of the Hebrew nation and of course you know you read through Genesis and you learn so much going on one of the things that's important to observe here is how God proposes plan you know because he told that he would bless him along with the cattle the land and uh he spoke to him heart to heart I don't know have you ever had that conversation with God heart to heart where you feel like he's revealing himself to you and our pastor teaches us that we have to go back into the word and so sometimes when we go back into the word and we're reading it we 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 see things and feel things and we hear God's voice and one of the things I learned as I'm going through my daily reading is that Abram wasn't being called to retire on some fancy place, maybe not to retire on the beach in Jamaica or anything like that. He was called on a faith journey. And that faith journey was a part of God's plan to bless him. 
And I believe that God wants us to get on this faith journey because he want to bless us in ways that we've never experienced. You know, to lead us in directions and to pathways and to to make us realize that these things that we think are so impossible, they are all possible. And when we're obedient, we will see that blessing. Not only will God bless us, but he's going to bless the people around us. I, and I'm thinking maybe it's just after you have gotten older, you start thinking about it, right? But at the same time, you think about it. If we move from Abraham in the Old Testament and we move over to Luke uh, in the New Testament, we see that we see proof of the blessing, right? We saw the four fishermen who were out there. And as they were out there in Luke 5, it reminds us again. That, you know, and I'll read it for you a little bit. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Genesaret. And he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and they were washing their nets. They were washing their nets. I guess sometimes, you know, you just, um, you go somewhere, you're on the way to do something and you stop to do things and take care of some things before you get on a journey. I would imagine they were just getting ready now to go out back in Jamaica where my grandmother lived. They're fishermen and they would go out and they would cast their nets and they would cast their nets. As a little girl, it was I was curious because they would go out there, they'd go out at night and they'll set the get the nets ready. And I saw that process unbeknown years after, like I'm talking about it now, <laughs> that I could see the beauty of it. But in the scripture it tells us that. Then he got into the one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a, a little from the land. Came in, imagine probably saying, come over here, come over here, Sharon, get in the boat with me. Let's pull out a little bit. Let's pull out a little bit from the shore, right? Because the boat is too close to the shore. Let's go out into the deep where I could show you some things, right? That's how I figured out. Let me show you what's going on, but we can't stay near to the land, right? And so... It tells us in the scripture that he sat down and he taught him, um, just taught him from the boat. I can imagine just probably sharing some wisdom and sharing some things and just um, talking to the people. Sort of, I could even see the picture now for the people sitting and listening. I could hear the, I could hear the shores. I could hear the water washing on the shores and I could, I could just see him. His body language. But it tells us, he says to him, after he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, I want you to launch out into the deep and let your nets out for a catch. Launch out to the deep. Sharon, I want you to come out to the deep and get ready for what I have in store for you. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm, I'm picking up, right? But and, and it clearly it tells us Simon answered, and I can imagine Simon. He was like, "Wait, well, hold up, wait a minute. I have been out here all night long. I haven't caught a thing. But you know what? If you say so, I'll let down my net, right? I can see us as we're beginning our year, right? You know what? Last year I did all these things that I wanted to do, and I I, I did everything. I I, I did everything." 
everything that I know I could and nothing happened. So this year, you know what? I'm not going to be bothered. And I feel like God is saying to us, this year I'm going to do something different for you. And so it says, uh, he says, you know what? I'll just do it because you said to do it. But here what you see, when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Imagine that. It was like, boom. <laughs> it's like he put the nets out and imagine, so loaded, it was breaking. They were even calling to the other boats. Hey, come over here. Come over here. Come help us pull this boat in. It's too full. It's too full. We can't breathe. As a matter of fact, the boat was so full that it would begin to sink. Can you imagine the flourishing that was going on? And I want to believe that that's what God wants to do for us this, this year. If we really become obedient, because even though he says, you know, I'll do it. It's the obedience to follow. And so Simon Peter, you know, when he saw that was happening, he fell down at Jesus' feet. And he was like, hold on. I don't deserve this. It's, this is not for me. I'm a sinful man. Maybe you're saying, you know what? All the good things that's happening around you, you don't deserve it. And he's saying, no. You deserve it. Everybody was shocked. They were looking. All the people who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish. And that's the key word right here, the catch of fish, which they had taken. And James and John were there. And they were partners with Simon. But you know what he says to them? Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. And they followed him. I love to believe that right now we see that buy-in comes in. And we see leadership going on. We see Jesus directed these, they're seasoned fishermen. He directed them to let down their nets in a certain part of the lake in order to get a good catch. Even though they're saying they worked all night without catching anything. They they respected his word, they honored him, and they believed in him. And this is crucial, my friends, because we right here we see Jesus' leadership drew a buy-in from these professionals. They they knew what they were to do. They knew the fishing business. They, they probably knew it better than him, which didn't matter because he knows all things. But what we see here is that when Jesus' directions proved faithful, they were willing to follow him anywhere. Even though they were hesitant, his directions proved faithful. Even before they understood all the places they were going, they left everything to follow him. I'm curious today, what are you willing to leave it behind? To follow Christ this year. And that's really leadership. So I'm glad I had a chance to share this with you. This year is going to be a beautiful year. It's going to be a different year because we are going to be doing things differently and following, following Christ. Folks, it's Dr. J. Stay beautiful, stay fabulous, and stay motivated.